Rami Bell. We're going. We're doing this. Steve Taylor. How, how well, you doing, welcome. man? Welcome. I'm doing good. Why am I welcoming you? I have no idea. Why are you welcoming? It's my podcast. Get out of here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, man. No, it's okay. So, uh, so, so what's new, man? How you been? I've been doing very well. I, um, like everyone else, I'm stuck at home, but the, uh, it's not too much of a change for me because I work at home already. Yeah, there so. you go. But, so, uh, no, so I, just... I too work from home already and, um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know about you guys. I keep logging into my bank to see if the, uh, the cares act money just magically showed up. I don't, I want my $10,000 grant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They said I'd have it in three days. It's been a week. <laughs> Yeah, they just, I, I don't understand the time schedule because you hear it from so many different sources. Mm -hmm. So I quit listening. I mean, I'm not, I'm not hurting for it, but if I can get a $10,000 grant, if, if they were stupid enough to give out a $10,000 grant to everyone, I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'll, yeah. I'll, 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 I'm sure I'll find ways to use it for the business. Think about building an office in my oh. uh, in my backyard there you go like a little like one of those little like uh tiny house project kind of things where mm -hmm. i'm i'm thinking about doing that that way i can still work from home but um not have cuz who knows how long this is really going to last you know right. like i suspect that the kids won't go back to school this school year so that means i will be nonstop with the kids until like september when school starts back up i'm gonna need a, a separate space so i i think uh i think building an office in the backyard is actually a a very reasonable thing to do i think that's smart i think it's a, a sensible decision to spend uh the the cares act money on i don't even know what i'm allowed to spend it on yet i, I have to read all the i'm i'm just i'm just saying ridiculous things to get a rise out of people to be completely honest <laughs> you can't do that steve <laughs> well, it's not much different than <clears throat> remodeling your existing i know i know it's the same thing i'm really i'm really fortunate in that um i still have part-time a residential MSP offering mm. with with a couple hundred endpoints, two hundred and fifty endpoints, and so it's you know helping people at home with their computers, and I'm not getting calls with cancellations or nice. It's just status quo, and it's paying the bills, and I'm not really nothing's really changed there. So I'm very fortunate that I have that. And see, I, I sometimes forget that you have the MSP because I, I've always known you as Ramey Bell from Tech Reputation. Um, and, and that's a, a really neat company that you have. You, you've got like a, a SaaS app that you, you know, a subscription model SaaS app where um, not just MSPs, but any company can use it to manage like online reviews and uh, uh, submission to all those, those fun um, 
not search well the search engines too but like all those directories and stuff like directories, that directories yeah so mm-hmm. i can't think of the name of that one tool that i compared you to like yext i feel like you're kind of like yext but but different and possibly better probably better actually to be honest um we used the we used to use the x tool we were partners with them so we would connect to them via an api yeah but i've since changed to another provider that does exactly the same thing just with a better interface nice yeah and that's and that's the thing there's a lot of companies that that offer this stuff already so I'm going to just come out and ask the silly question. If if we can get it from Yext or whoever this other partner of yours is, mm-hmm. why need you, why do we need you? You're just a middleman at that point, right? I'm just a middleman, but um when you combine the the data with the service that we're offering, what what I'm really um offering is local search optimization because the two go so hand in hand. And when you put the two together, there's that's 25% of the um, ranking factors. And Yex does offer direct, um, you know, a direct offering, but you pay you pay a little bit more. So I never hide I never hide the services that I you know I'm partnered with. Um, and Tech Reputation is now part of uh, Matthew Rodella's. Uh, you know, conglomeration of, of companies. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I partner with, uh, with Matthew in offering my service with his about a year ago. It'll be a year this month. And that. so, yeah. So, so tech reputations changed a little bit and that, um, it's part of a suite of programs. So I can't even go to techreputation.com and sign up. No, you can. Okay. You can. Yeah. But we and is that is that still like is all of it still conglomerate with Matt or is techreputation.com a little like separate and that's still like yours, so to speak? Um, we're partners in the in the new company and the easiest way to uh explain it is like uh uh fresh books and fresh desk and they're all different products of the same company. Got it. Of like Freshworks is like the parent company, and they have all these products. Okay. So you can you can go to Tech Reputation and sign up, but the billing is going to come from Tech Marketing Engine. And if you go to TechMarketingEngine.com, you'll see that when we package them together, you save money by by purchasing all all of the products at the same time. Let's tech the tech. Let's let's tech that out. Let's tech that out. Let's let's check that out. Oh my goodness! Am I sharing the right screen? That is correct. All right. It it wasn't showing me, so I'm like, am I showing that, or am I showing the the video of my son biffing thanks to our ring cameras? And uh, <laughs> for those of you that want to see that. If you ask really nicely, maybe I'll hook you up. Uh, I feel so bad, but then when I realize he's okay, I just can't help but watch it over and over and laugh. Only the, only because I know he's okay. <laughs> <laughs> only. <laughs> only because I know he's okay. 
Um, all right, so tech marketing engine. I like the site. I like the logo. Uh, very, very sharp, very clean. I like that font too. I like to, for those of you that don't know how to do this, I like to right click, inspect, and just kind of scroll down through this here. Tells you what the font is. Font family EXO, EXO. That's a, that's a neat font. Oh, so it's, it's more, of a, it's all of them. So you get tech site builder, tech blog builder, and tech reputation. It's a lot of tech all in one. That's a lot of tech all in one. Yes, it is. But it's affordable. And that's one of the goals we had is, is attracting some of the smaller IT shops and, uh, and MSPs. Gotcha. We have a, Cause we have a small team. We don't, we don't have, you know, 50 people working on the team to, to charge people with. Sure. So, so let's talk, let's just talk about the, the big kahuna here, this pro plus website. Mm -hmm. So I see it's a fully managed website. Does that mean you guys are actually building it and managing it for us? Correct. So I say, I want a new page. I want it to say this and you guys will build it. Absolutely. Okay. Four blog posts a month. So that works out to roughly a, a blog post every week. Oh, let's see here. Some dimension about the blog posts is they're, uh, they're original. We're not writing blog posts and syndicating them to a whole bunch that's, of shops. That's and right. I, yeah. I remember, I remember Matthew saying that where, where you guys literally are writing a blog post for each customer. Yes, and, and that's uh, not, why it costs so much. I mean, you're you're basically paying a hundred bucks a blog, ninety nine bucks a blog post, if if you're doing uh, three ninety six a month for four, right? And right. Yeah, that that I would say is worth it when you think you're you're paying for a writer, and we can even say, hey, could you write a blog post about this topic? And you you would probably throw that into like next month's rotation, right? Absolutely, and. Not only do we write the blog post, but we post it socially on Facebook, LinkedIn, wherever you want, and we create a video. The video uh, points out the, the subject of the blog post and gets people to, to, to click on it and go to your website. So is there, there's a video for each blog post? Correct. So that's part of the pricing. Wow. And that's why it, the, the cost is, is a little high for so, the blog post. So can, uh, can, I, can I see an example of, of one of these? Like if I hit learn more, does it show me an example of what, like a video, a social post, and a blog post? Try hitting, like? Yeah, try hitting learn more. I think it's further down. Nope. So what about a maybe a client I can look up on Facebook? Um try uh try magnify twenty four seven without the uh slash. There you there this you go. Here. Tipton, yeah. 
Is this Sean McCormick's business? Mm-hmm. Sean's a good guy. He's a very nice guy. He posts a lot of his own as well, yeah, so that's why you're, why you're having to scroll here. There's one right there. You missed right there. This this one here, you guys did working remotely due to coronavirus. So this is uh, this is like a, a minute twenty. So, uh, full disclosure, this looks like one of those tools you could get on like AppSumo or something at one time with a lifetime deal where you're just giving it the blog post and it's making a video and you just change some of the stock videos that are with it, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's to improve engagement. And like I said before, get get them to click through to your website. Sure. Stop so, them from scrolling. Oh my gosh, leave me alone, people. <laughs> How do I make this go away? Oh, just just close it. Just go away. So, so the video isn't designed to be, uh, hey guys, check out my sweet video. You're going to be so impressed by my video. The video is designed to catch their eye as they're scrolling through their feed. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that's that's awesome that that uh, that you do that. Honestly, um, and you know this stuff. I mean, it's it's not rocket science. I mean, you know, eight hundred to thousand, eight hundred to thousand words. I mean, we could go online and we could find somebody at one of those outsourced copywriting places, and we could ask somebody to write something. Uh, we could make an outline and say, "Here's kind of what I want you to talk about. Can you please make this happen?" Uh, and and they'll go out and do it. Um, you know, you, you can go to deposit photos and and download a stock image, you know, for a few bucks, or you can go to one of those free stock photo places. You can download something from one of those to put onto the blog post. Um, search engine optimized. You just tell the copywriter you want it to be SEO optimized with keywords and what keywords you want to focus on. Uh, putting it on your website. Uh, if it's WordPress, that's super easy. Creating the graphic, something that you could outsource on Fiverr. Uh, or you could use a tool like Canva to make that. Uh, custom blurb. I mean, that's just the, the sentence or three or whatever that goes with the post on social media. And then the video, again, there's, there's tools that make these videos. And you're utilizing these tools. So it's not, yeah, absolutely. it's not rocket science. But if you think about all the time that it would take for somebody to go out and do this on their own. So like, okay, so let's say I wanted to write an 800 to 1,000 word thing myself. Let's say that takes me three hours to write. Uh, no matter what your, um, your burden cost for yourself is, you're, you're already over 99 bucks a post. Yeah, unless, how much is your time you worth? pay yourself so little <laughs> that why are you doing this? You know, um, you just, could ma just managing the different pieces too. Yeah. To put them, to put these together is, you know, but honestly having the right writer is the correct writer is so much, uh, so much part of this because our writer has extensive it experience and, it's really hard to find them, really hard. 
you can find good writers, but you, but if they don't have IT experience, then exactly it, does, it doesn't it doesn't pop as it as doesn't well. do you any good if they don't understand what they're writing about. Just yeah. like just like you don't want me writing about nail polish and cosmetology stuff. Like I don't understand it. I heard you okay. did. Don't tell people. What are you doing, okay. man? You want me to cut this out? <laughs> got secrets. Why are you? You can't cut it out, Ramy. This is my podcast. Get out! <laughs> get out of here! Uh, get out of here! <laughs> so, oh man! So the tech blog builder. I mean, four hundred bucks a month for four posts. I mean, you could spend less and get less posts, fewer posts. Um, right. I, f- I feel like I have to have perfect grammar with somebody that's a, a blog writer right now <laughs> you're making me nervous um so so i mean the the pricing on that i think is reasonable if you think about all the time it would take you to do this yourself even if you went out and outsourced it yourself you know finding somebody on fiverr to make graphics and videos and and finding somebody on one of those uh outsourced um writing uh copywriting sites i mean that's a lot of stuff to manage even if you save 10, 20 bucks on, on all the stuff by outsourcing it yourself, you're still working a lot harder, which I mean, is, is dumb. You, you want to work smarter, not harder. So, okay. That's, that's fair. Tech reputation. That's our ideal. That's our ideal customer is someone that, that appreciates what you just said. Yes. I, I still feel like I need to fight you on tech reputation, Ramey. And I, I think I did this to you last time. Yeah. Um, only because, like, I remember I signed up for Yext, and they say, this is only $1,000 a year. And then I said, well, that's stupid. I'm not paying that much. And they said, okay, no problem. We'll give it to you for 350 a year. And I said, that's more like it. And I paid them the 350 and we went on our happy way, you know? So for... I don't feel like review management is is what I need. And maybe it's because I was I was able to go out and generate my review link and in fact Google my business now has a little link for you. Mm-hmm. Like here, share this link. Um that way you can easily share the review link so someone can leave a review. So the thing that I always thought I needed was the um the management of submissions to the the search engines and directories online. And when I look at, you know, what you charge to include that piece of it, uh, business listings management only comes with this version here. So at 99 a month, my 350, I feel like I, I got a better deal. So only because I, I didn't care about all this. Like, I'm not on Yelp. I don't care what people say about me on Yelp because I do manage services. I don't I don't support people. I don't I don't want to help grandma fix her computer. I don't care what grandma has to say right. about me. Right. I, I want to I want to work with businesses. And let's be honest, businesses aren't typically going out of their way to leave reviews. If they do, it's with like the Better Business Bureau, or if you really screwed up, like the um, what is that? The secretary of state for, for wherever you live. Right. So like <laughs> that's, that's where they're going to leave reviews. Not, not on Yelp and, and Google and Facebook. Like th- they just don't care about that. 
Um, so that's why I'm like, this review thing is quite honestly, kind of gimmicky in my eyes. Mm -hmm. Um, integration with repair shopper. I mean, that right there says to me, this is, this is kind of built for a, a computer repair shop, not an MSP. You know, if it had integration with like ConnectWise or Autotask, say a BMS, or even if this just said Synchro instead of Repair Shopper, then I could take it more seriously for an MSP. But but the tech reputation piece, I feel, I feel like it, it's not doing a lot for an MSP at this price, because we don't we don't care about any of this stuff here. We only care about this this uh, business listing part. I can agree with that um, because our ideal customer, again, for this product is going to be repair shops mm -hmm. and hybrids, guys that do both. Sure. Um, we do have some MS, strictly MSP clients that, that do appreciate the way that they can you know, manage everything in a dashboard and have synchronization. We do, um, I need to update this list. We do integrate with Synchro. Good. It's, it's, oh, it's identical. With it's the same product. Yeah. So that's, that's why I said, yeah. if it said Synchro, I could take it more seriously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Synchro is, is set up the same exact way. Um, and we can integrate anything that integrates with Zapier. So, we get some, you know, different programs, software, software excuse me, um, that some uh, shops come to us with, like Freshdesk. Sure, okay. So anything that integrates with Zapier, we can integrate with. Um, I, I want to throw this out there for you, just uh, from a design perspective. Mm -hmm. Like these two, the, the silver and gold columns... Mm -hmm. They seem like they're lined up perfectly. The bronze column, things are not lining up. Oh, I see what you're saying. And I would I would say that they should all kind of match. Or uh, if it were me, I would just have one list and then the boxes with X's or checks next to the list under the headings. Because I mean, you don't gotcha. you don't need you don't need three columns that say the same word. You just need more of a grid with X's and checks. Well, it's on our list to re redesign the whole site, so I will take that under advisement. I know a, I know a guy that that builds great websites. So do I. <laughs> He's just always so busy. <laughs> He's very good at what he does. So um, let's let's take a look. What was that? Uh, what was that guy's website? Uh, Sean McCormick. Uh, Magnify twenty four seven two four seven. dot com. So this is built with tech site, tech site builder. Dial. Mm -hmm. Do you, what's like the most incredible tech site builder site you've seen? Uh, probably, why don't you try um, Two River Computer? I, I think he's got that changed now. 
Fairhaven. Yeah. We redid his logo and branding. I like the logo. Yeah, it turned out really nice. He's trying to convey that he does home and small business. So he's an ideal customer for, for tech reputation as well. Okay. So the the websites, they're okay. They're They're better than what a lot of IT people can do on their own. Um, they've got all the right content on them. They are known to be very, you know, very simple in design. Sure. And, you know, honestly, it's a little dated. Um, we are working on some new, new designs. Nice. And um, so if, if somebody were to sign up with you today and then in six months you had a new design, how would that work? Could they say, hey, so I really like this new design. Can you just kind of switch me over? I'm sure. Why not? Okay. I mean, it's it's it's, it's going to be you know template driven. Sure, and that you know, makes whether, sense. You know, whether there's a cost involved, we'd have to. I'd have to talk to Matt about that. But you know, deciding how much work is involved, but it's so, not like we'd say no. We would right. Ask, you know, so, so I will say that. Uh, let's see here. Oh, so if you were to go to techsitebuilder.com directly, uh, you can get it for $19 a month. Mm -hmm. From here, it's 120 a month. That's if you do the, um, fully managed. Ah, so he doesn't even offer that on his website, does he? No, he does. It's after a purchase. You can choose. Um, gotcha. You can do use. Uh, excuse me. You can choose. Okay. Concierge services. So, when when I look at tech site builder sites, hundred and twenty a month. Have you heard of Vertical Action? Mm hmm. So, again, this is me. This is me trying to, you know, beat you up and and be fair for the for the people that are watching this, Randy. And I, I, it's it's not fair for you because you're not even the necessarily the website guy. That's more Matthews. Mm -hmm. um, but but with with Tech Site Builder, I feel like the sites are maybe not as nice as what Vertical Action are doing, and. I mean, last I remember, Vertical Action was in the 100-ish range a month. It, it could have gone up by now. So are they, are they doing, they're not, there it is, 850 a month? Yeah, that's not. That was like done for you. And and who knows, maybe maybe they don't offer that. Like I saw it was in like the hundred and fifty dollar range. And 
one of one of their sites you know i i thought oh here we go 150 and for a little more they'll include the the directory listing service mm -hmm. and the video tech tips for $90 more um they give you syndicated content so with this 150, they're giving you a blog, but it's the same blog all, you know, 9,000 other websites they're building make. That's um, right. But the um, the website, I wish they had like a, I know one that has it though. This guy is a vertical action customer. 150 a month, same thing. So I just feel like, you know, this is, I mean, you know. It's more much, modern and design. Much more modern and design. Now, yeah. that that's not to say that the website is better with search engines, okay? Because the, the one thing that I'll say with companies like Vertical Action, in the past, they have been known to use, uh, yeah, here, pre-written content. So like all the websites that they make basically have like the same kind of content. They just swap out the cities and the, and the company names kind of thing. Uh, whereas yeah. with yours, it sounds like I could be wrong, but it sounds like your sites, you guys are writing custom content for every page for every site, right? If the customer wants that way, we do that. Absolutely. Okay. So, yeah. so we I mean, don't syndicate. Good. So it, it sounds like, um, it sounds like your sites are are better when it comes to like the SEO and keywords and other companies' websites are going to be better when it comes to um, the look and the feel. But it also sounds like you're working on cleaning up the look and the feel. So that way you can have, you know, something that looks great for your, for your customers, the MSPs. Is that fair? Yeah, and the more fancier the site, it seems like the less it converts customers, studies have shown. You know, really? when, it, when it really focuses on fanciness, you know, this stuff that's popping up and and all that kind of stuff is just scroll down. Um, Matt's sites are, are known to convert really well, and the SEO portion is done in, a, in such a way that... Um, it's it's repeatable, not by content, but right. but by um, strategy. I would be genuinely interested in seeing that the studies or study that you that you mentioned. Not right now, but you know, if you think about it later, I'd love if you could send me a, a couple links or whatever. Yeah, and, uh, and and I'll even be happy to put those in the description here on YouTube. Um, so that way, you know, people can say you're you're actually backing up what you said with sure. with links. I'll I'll put them in there for you. Uh, so, you know, you you guys have you have a really neat service. I I will say that the fact that you're making it super easy for everyone to just sign up and get all of their marketing, custom marketing, just done for them. Um, I would say that's that's really great. 
It, it truly is, Ramey. Um, and- we, we enjoy it because we're seeing success with our customers. That's we get, good. We get, we get comments all the time. Hey, my engagement, my social media is up. All my numbers are up to my website. So that's the, re- the rewarding part of the, you know, offering the service. That's wonderful. So, so let me ask you this. I think it's probably too early to tell because on the MSP side, I think, you know, April 1st was really like the first time that we've done invoicing after this whole stay at home thing. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think come May or June is when we're really going to start seeing the effects of MSP clients maybe not being able to pay or stay in business or, or whatever because of, of all of this COVID-19 stuff that's happening. So it might be closer to like July or August, depending on how, all, how long all of this stuff lasts, right? It might be more like July or August to where you guys start feeling the effects. Does that sound about right to you? Yeah, it's, yeah, I was, I would agree with that. Yeah, because um, you you haven't really had too many of your clients come up to you and say, "Hey, we're we're struggling. We don't know what we can pay right now." Um, no, we've had we've had a, a couple, you know, leave us just because they couldn't afford us anymore. Sure, you know, for blog writing, you know, to be honest, but um, you know, an overwhelming amount is not it's not happening. I, I think, um, you know, as as we progress through the months, that it's it's you're going to start to feel it, um, which is yeah. scary, you know. And thankfully, thankfully, like you said, you've you've got the 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 MSP, you've got clients, you're supporting them. Um, I wonder how long it's going to be before you start to feel it on that end. I feel like that would be sooner than when the uh, the tech marketing engine feels it, because you're you're working directly with the clients, whereas tech marketing engine is supporting the MSP. You are the MSP on on that part. You know what I mean? Right. Are you referring to the to my residential MSP? Yeah. 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 I don't. You know, it's such a small expense per month compared to other stuff like cable and you know, cable TV and stuff like that. So I don't foresee losing a lot of customers, honestly. How how much are you charging per month, if you don't mind me asking? Um, for antivirus and you know preventative maintenance, that kind of thing, uh, twenty five, and then I charge an additional ten for backup, so thirty five at the most. And you're you're doing. Uh probably like solar winds rmm i just switched to i'm switching to synchro right now as we speak yeah makes sense um were were you on solar winds before yeah yeah Uh, i would be genuinely curious to hear what it's like when you switch from solar winds to synchro after a few months um just like which one you like like better which one seems easier to because uh, I feel like with solar winds, you can almost set it and forget it. At, right. At, you know, in, right. in some regard, you know, like there there are definitely things that you need to be doing, but they just make it so easy to to just 
yes, deploy antivirus. Yes, do this. Yes, do that. And then like you just, okay, I'll just deploy this to a couple new computers and boom, 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 it's done um, for residential anyway. Yeah. So, so I would be genuinely curious to hear how that, how that goes with Synchro because I suspect you're going to need to do a little more setup on the back end to get it easy, you know, making the scripting and all that stuff. Yeah, fortunately, the residential market's a lot easier, and that's why and that's why I can afford time wise to to be able to do what I'm doing because the the residential is just very limited on time. Mm-hmm. It's about ten percent of my time. Um, well, that's good because I've trained my customers to to not click on things and you know don't don't go to these sites and I've just trained them and my call volume is just over time has gone down. Awesome. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure it also helps if you train them to turn it off and back on. Exactly. Before you call me. (laughs) Oh man. So, so what else is going on? Anything new, exciting home life? Okay. Home life is fine. Do you offer therapy? No, I'm just genuinely curious, man. Oh. We, we haven't talked in a few months. Yeah, it's been a while. Well, you had some business changes yourself. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I got the Rocket MSP thing. I'm, uh, you know, doing the peer groups. I'm doing these podcasts again. So, you know, just keeps, keep, keeps you busy. Oh yeah, and then I, and then I got all the stuff I do with the church, and uh, Easter is in, three days, and I've, I've got a lot to do before the end of day tomorrow. Um, so I'm going to go. No, I'm kidding. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you can edit that out later, right? Yeah, I can do that for you. Okay, great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so do you, do you, do you know anyone that's gotten the Rona? Um, no, no, I don't. Fortunately. I I know that um you know this this made my I've I've got a little bit of an of a like an OCD germaphobe thing going on. My mom's got it real bad. So I I started getting that a few years back after after we had the kids. Ugh. They're they're so sticky, uh, so 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 then when this this whole coronavirus thing started, I I found myself like washing my hands uh, a whole lot more, and and then it even got to the point where like I did research on how surgeons wash their hands before before going into the OR because I wanted to know the way they did it. Um, oh really? So. Why does this keep going out of focus? That's so frustrating. Oh, that's weird. So, so yeah, I actually um, here. Let me fix that for you. Yeah, thank you, <laughs> thank you. So, so I think it was uh, you. You want to do everything seven times, right? So you you do this one, and then they say to do the backs of the hands. Yeah. And then they say to do this. Fingers so, in between. So yeah. the the front to the back, and then and then this. And then you want to do this, and then they want you to do this, where you're basically you're you're getting like the the tips of the fingers, so to speak, as you do this, and then they want you to scratch uh, your your palm to get the under the nails, 
And oh, then they really? want you to then they want you to do this on around the, wrist. the wrists, and then they want you to do this to to get and and after you do that, they actually showed it where someone was wearing like um like those yellow uh dish gloves type type of gloves right and then they had like red paint we'll call it and then they and then you like get to see like as they're doing this like oh yeah they even though they did this and and like it looks like they did a good job that didn't get everything so like you see like as as they do each of these things that it it gets just a little bit extra oh and then there was this one too so yeah, it was just you just get a little bit extra like you you the goal is to make sure you don't miss any spots. Um I guess. And then because when you know if if you don't do this one for example, then there's there's some spots here on the tips of the fingers that get missed and then there were spots that didn't have the red paint. But once once that person was all done, the gloves had a consistent coating of paint on them. Uh, and it, it actually looked really, really good. Like, you know, if it wasn't paint and and it was soap, I'd I'd feel like they were very clean. Um, and then and then I also learned that with the coronavirus, as you wash your hands, like the most important thing is like it's not even worried about the the antibacterial so much. So you're fine with just regular soap if it's not antibacterial. It it needs the suds. The suds is what like kills the virus. So when you you know when you do this and you and you get the the hands to to suds up to foam up, that that is what is going to actively de actively deactivate. That's what's gonna <laughs> that's what's gonna you know kill the virus is the suds, uh, drown it or or whatever. Like I don't I don't know how any of this stuff works because I also understand that um, I think I, I heard that the virus is like uh, uh, a modification to DNA. It's like it's like genetically modified DNA, and then once it gets in you, it starts modifying more DNA. Oh wow. And then, I and, and, I can, and I, I'm I'm not an expert. I'm I'm doing this based off of memory, uh, so I could be completely batshit crazy. Guys, please go go do your own research before you yeah. start before you start telling people that you're Steve you're gonna. Said. Steve said I'm gonna be a mutant. <laughs> yeah, a week, two weeks from now, uh, the the internet is going to be like Steve Taylor. Uh, WHO expert says that uh, the human race will all be mutants within 30 years, thanks to the coronavirus. That is, it's not at all what I said, guys. That's I just said it. Uh. <laughs> I'll post that for you. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Right after we edit this, right after you yeah. edit this. So, um, have have you been keeping up on the on the COVID nineteen news? Is it one of those things? that's like uh, it's too depressing. You don't want to. You don't want to. What I do is let my wife watch all of it, and then she gives me the condensed version. That's fair. Because I just get too depressed listening to the news and the politics and all that stuff, and everybody's, you know, it's it's hard hard to decipher what's going on, you know. Yeah, absolutely. With, with so many sources, I mean, which one's right? 
Well, as of two hours ago, uh, in the U.S., there were 14,829 reported deaths. And we're at 432,554 confirmed cases. And still a quarter of that, more than a quarter of that, is coming out of New York. Wow. Um, I mean, for, for a while, it was like more than half, you know, because New York City was kind of the, the epicenter of this whole thing. But, but now it seems as though, you know, it's, it's spreading like, you know, Jersey's got 47,000, 20,000 in Michigan, 19,000 in California. Like Ohio, I think, I think Governor DeWine's doing a fantastic job. I, I, I know I keep saying this, guys, you're getting over that, right? But like, we're not even in the top 10. You know, we're we're down, you know, we're we're like kind of halfway down the list with five thousand confirmed cases. We've got under two hundred deaths, whereas New York State has sixty two hundred deaths. So I I really am impressed by what DeWine's doing. But worldwide we're at one point five million cases with almost ninety thousand deaths. Wow. And I mean it's scary. It is. I mean, we've we've got the most confirmed cases in the U.S. by hundreds of thousands. Uh, we don't have the most deaths. Italy's still winning that that gold medal. Maybe that's what the Olympics should be this year. Instead of moving it to 2021, we should give uh, gold medals to all the countries that have like, you know, who who had the most deaths and who had the most confirmed cases and. What do you think? That's a good idea. Is there is there still states there where it's not mandated that you stay at home? Last I heard, there were still like 15 states. Oh, wow. What states do not have a stay-at-home order? I know Florida just like finally told their partiers to go home. So CBS News... Updated three days ago, seven states as of three days ago did not. Um, so I see in the list it includes like a whole bunch of like the, I feel like these are all the West, uh, Wyoming, Utah, South Dakota, North Dakota, Nebraska, Iowa, and then there's Arkansas. We don't need to talk about Arkansas. <laughs> we'll just we'll just skip right over there. But you know, Arkansas is not California. Right. So, kind of I I would I would be just disappointed in Arkansas uh if if they uh if they reelected that mayor. Um a usually busy Main Street in Livingston, Montana. Uh there's there's a sign I had a, I don't know, it could be a bar for all I know. And the sign says, we will be closed for a while. Like, they they don't know when they're opening back up. Nobody does, man. And I think that's the thing that has a lot of people concerned, you know? Right. There's like no hard date. Yeah. Like, when can I finally go back to a restaurant with my friends? And and I'm not saying I want to rush this, you know, because because we've also got to figure out, like we were saying earlier, we got to figure out how do we 
how do we get it so we're no longer doing a stay-at-home order? You know, maybe maybe what they do is they say, okay, uh, next week we're going to let all of the hair salons open back up for business. And the week after that, we'll let all of this type of, like, and maybe that's what they'll do, you know what I mean? But but as of right, like, you know, maybe maybe they'll go through the list of of essential and maybe they'll start adding more industries to essential and say that you guys are now essential enough that you can operate. You know, it's, it's been seven weeks. People need haircuts. Haircut, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> haircuts. <laughs> Otherwise we're going to have a lot of bald guys with big beards. I don't know if you heard that's, that's the, the trend people are trying to get going right now. My buddy, Jonathan, he, uh, he every, like every couple weeks he'll he'll completely shave it and then like two weeks ago he shows up with uh, a mustache just a he's got everything else gone just picture me with just a mustache like that would look <laughs> he he looked like uh a guy that would drive around a white van with free candy drawn on the side man oh no oh um, no yeah it was bad and then uh and then this week I, I see now he's he's changed it up again. Uh, you know, he, he grew it back out. He had the beard. And then he got rid of the mustache and he got rid of, of some of the stuff under the chin. So now he's got like these Wolverine mutton chops going. <laughs> and like... <laughs> <laughs> so so it's like well i mean nobody but my wife has to see me so what do i care what i look like i'm like i don't right. know maybe you should ask your wife she like she didn't want him to leave the house that's how embarrassed she was of how he looks like <laughs> this is your buddy yes uh so i mean it's you know it's because nobody can go to work yeah you know, like we can't go to work, we can't go hang out, we can't do anything. So, so we just kind of we do what we can to amuse ourselves, I guess. Uh, so yeah, let's see. As of Tuesday, forty-two states, Guam, Washington D.C., and Puerto Rico had issued stay-at-home orders. And I've got a friend who is Puerto Rican, and he said that Puerto Rico actually made theirs like like one one little baby step short of martial law to where unless it is like one person in a car driving to a store or a hospital you're getting arrested wow like you're not even allowed to go walk your dog down the sidewalk like you just walk them around your yard that's crazy but i mean i i and again i get it i get we want to flatten the curve yeah. Um, but at, at some point we're going to have to stop doing this stuff and the curve's going to spike back up unless they figure out a way to, to slowly get us. But, but, you know, if we do it slowly, it's going to be what a year before we go watch a movie in a theater again. I mean, they you're might probably, well, you're probably about right because they might as well just release it on like uh Apple TV and Amazon Prime and and just let us rent it from there for 20 bucks. Yeah. Cuz I, I I'd still rather pay 20 bucks to rent a movie on a streaming service, watch it in my own living room with my own soundbar and and pop my own affordable popcorn and eat my own affordable candy. Yeah. I I would much rather do that. I'd I would pay $5 a person 
in my family to sit and how many people do you have? Oh, there's four of us. Yeah. 20, 20 bucks. That's fine. I'd do that. It's cheaper than the theater. Yeah. Oh, substantially. Like, but you know, when the theaters go back into business, it's going to be like $57 for a small popcorn because they're going to have to make <laughs> yeah. up all the money. $57. That's about right. <laughs> so I, I just don't, I, I don't know how, how this is going to go. And, and I mean, I, I worry, man. Yeah. Well, I think you're not the only one. Yeah. I feel bad for the MSPs that are, you know, 15 employees. See, and, and as weird as this sounds, I don't feel bad for them yet because there's that whole payroll protection program yeah. and all the, and all the stuff that the SBA is working on. Like there's, there's a lot of stuff out there that makes me not worry for them yet um, because I know they're going to get like two and a half months of like, here, we're just going to take care of your payroll. And it's even, as long as you fill out all the paperwork and do it right, it's even going to get forgiven. Like they're just going to take care of your payroll for two and a half months. That way people can still get their paychecks and they can still go spend money out at the stores and whatever else. The, the mm-hmm. thing that's going to suck is um, there's a lot of people right now that like, I'm one of them where I'm like, I'm bored and I need to get out of the house. So I'll go do some grocery shopping. Like, cause normally if I was bored and I wanted to get out of the house, like I'd, I'd take the family, let's, you know, let's go to Walmart and people watch, or let's, <laughs> let's go to the mall. Let's go to the Apple store, you know, some, and I, and I, you know, I'd spend money somewhere. Right. Right. Uh, let's go out. Let's, let's go get some sushi for dinner. We, we don't have that opportunity. So it's literally, I go to the grocery store and I'm like, I'm itching to, to get out of the house and spend some money. So I'll go to the grocery store. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And, and I mean, at that point, like, what good does that do me? All I did is buy more junk food. I'm, I'm going to gain a hundred more pounds after this, after this uh, stay at home order. Yeah. I think all of us are bald beards and fat. Yeah. Well, I'm two thirds of the way there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rami, what what else you want to talk about, man? Uh You want to you want to wrap up? You want to keep going? What do you want to do? Let's go for a couple more minutes. Let me think of something here. Okay. Tell Let's me go. what it's tell me what it's like to play the bass with the left hand. Uh I'm I'm sure it's a lot like playing a bass with a right hand. It's it's just um more expensive. <laughs> I was thought you were say weird. <laughs> no, it's it's the the problem is like you know if if I walk into a guitar center, or if I went to Indiana and I decided to go to Sweetwater, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what place I go, what music store I go, they they've got their wall filled with bass guitars, and they've got the wall filled with electric guitars, and then they've got that nice. Uh, humidity controlled room with all the acoustic guitars. Right. Do you know how many of those guitars I can pick up and play? Maybe one of each. One of each? One, one. And I don't mean one of each brand or one of each. No, I'm saying there might be one left-handed bass there that I can play. Oh, I see. There might be one left-handed electric, one left-handed acoustic. So there's there's not options for me when I go out to these to these like guitar stores. Um, you know, with drums, even though I, I play drums left-handed, so I reverse the whole kit. 
like a drum kit, a drum's a drum, you know, but, mm-hmm. but with a guitar, it's literally like there's, um, I don't have the right guitar here. There, there's some of the guitars have that cutaway, you know? So if, if I were to say, oh, I'll just buy this right hand guitar and, and string it left, like that's what Kurt Cobain of Nirvana did. He was buying right handed guitars and stringing them left. Oh, and, really? And what that did was that put the cutaway on the, on the bottom. So, or I'm sorry, on the top. So normally where you're able to go up the neck and do your, your sweet solo, it it made it harder for him to get to those higher frets. Right. uh, Because the cutaway is on the wrong place. And I'm, I'm like sitting here, I'm trying to think of which direction the cutaway goes. And I can't even think like, I never think of that. So no matter what, it feels backwards to me. Yeah, the cutaway is supposed to be on the bottom, I, I swear. And and then so if I were to reverse a guitar, the cutaway would be on the top. Now, it's okay if you buy one of those guitars where it's got the same cutaway on both sides. But, I mean, you still got to spend a bunch of money. It's not just taking the strings off and putting them on backwards. There's there's the the nut and the bridge. Mm-hmm. And even the pickups are all, like, designed for it to have the fat string on this side and the skinny string on this side. And if you swatch up, swatch them, if you swap them or switch them, (laughs) um, then it's just, you you gotta, you gotta do everything. You gotta redo it all. At that point, like you might as well just custom build a guitar. If you got to take the whole dang thing apart. Right. Uh, So, so I found a place it's called Rondo music. I think it's rondomusic.net. And I typically buy my guitars from them. They've got guitars that, like, you've never heard of the brands. My last bass I bought, it was a five-string bass. It was, like, 120 bucks. Um, nice. I mean, you know, to get the same quality bass with all the same knobs and all the same pickups and all that, I mean, the same quality bass would be, like, $700 if I were to buy a name brand. But because it's a brand nobody's ever heard of, I got it for 120. It was, you know, manufactured uh, in China on a, you know, on an assembly line. I don't know if a person ever touched the thing. You know what I mean? Like, there was there was nothing. There's nothing truly epic about this bass. It it just, I mean, it's it's made with decent components. You know, good wood. Uh, the the intonation, the action, everything was like great out of the box so i didn't even have to do a setup i pulled it out of the box tuned it because it was slightly out of tune when it arrived tuned it uh replaced the strings i think with um fancy strings i like my fancy strings and then it was it was ready to go man sounds awesome so when you went to Start playing guitar. What made you choose bass over regular? Uh, there were fewer strings. Hmm. So, <laughs> true story. I was like, well, this has fewer strings, and I don't have to play one of them at a time. So I, I could do this. But, I mean, now I play bass guitar, uh, acoustic, electric guitar. Um, I, uh, I play drums. I sing. Um, the, oh, the next oh. thing I want to, I want to learn how to play an upright bass. That's kind of on my to-do list. I would love to learn how to play the piano, 
but I, I just, I can't, I, I don't have the patience. I don't, I don't actually understand music theory at all. Like if you said to me, Hey Steve, uh, what notes are in the key of B sharp? Hell if I know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, I don't even know if there is a B sharp because I know there's two notes that don't have black keys. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't even, I don't even know B it could be, it could be going from B to C. I might be one of them. And then I know E to F is one of, is the other one. I feel like B to C is the other. That feels right. Let's go with that. B to C. So there's no such thing as a B sharp. Well, I mean, there is, but, and that's the other thing that confuses me with music theory. Like there is a B sharp, but only in certain cases, like you're not, you're not allowed to call it a C. You have to call it a B sharp. And then like, you know, depending on what key and, and what um, scale you're in, like you might be in a major scale or a pentatonic scale or, or whatever, like, <laughs> and, and like, I don't understand. I just, I just, man, I, I just look at the, the thing that tells me what notes to play. Uh, you know, I, I you can at, read music. No, no, I don't. No. I don't look at like sheet music. I look at, um. Like I'll, I'll I'll look at like chord charts. Oh, okay. So I'll just I'll be like, okay, this is telling me to play an A. But if you asked me like, where's an A on this on this uh, uh, tablature? Well, tablature is is where it's it's got the six strings or the four strings, right. and it's telling you what what fret to play. So that's actually how I started. I didn't even know what note was what. I just started with, oh, I just I just play the sixth fret on the first string and the third fret on the first string and you know do 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 and there there we go. But um, now I can at least if if uh, if I'm playing a song with with uh, some other guys and they've got the um, the chord chart up, I can follow along with the chord chart. Like I I know that if I'm if I need to play a C then a G then a uh, than an E, than an A, I know where those are on on the fretboard. But if you show me sheet music where it's got the staff and, you know, you need to know every good boy does fine mm-hmm. or, or eats cake or whatever it is or the face, uh, like I, I would not know how to read that. Um, I also, like, I've got pretty pretty good ear for it so but i couldn't i don't necessarily always know what what like time signature i'm in or if something's a quarter note or a half note or like you know what i mean like i i can count it out to where i can say okay if i count this you know this one tool song i know i should just count one two three four five six seven one two three four five six seven one two you know but but then at that point I don't actually know if that is a uh, seven, eight, seven, four time signature or, or there's some songs from tool where it's like a, a five, four, and then a seven, four. And then it just makes more sense for, for you to tablature it as a nine, four, but nine, four is not the technical time signature. Cause it's actually a five, four, whatever. I don't know. I'm just, I, I, I don't understand it. I don't understand music theory, but somehow I have a really good ear for it. There's a lot of people like that. 
they just have a good ear and they just pick it up that way how, how about you you play i play guitar in the past i i should say i've played in the past i just haven't had time lately but um that's how i play is it's all by ear mm-hmm. my son so, he does the same so so like what kind of uh what what kind of songs would you play like, are you one of those guys where you're like, I, I know these seven songs really well, so whenever I get a chance to pick up my guitar, I'm just going to play one of these? Maybe maybe eight, not seven. <laughs> but but you've got, like, you've, you've got your, your yeah. safe zone yeah. of songs, and you don't bother to, to look up anything new. No, I, no I, I like to look up stuff that's new. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't stick with the same ones, but yeah, I've never been never been trained and i don't understand music theory and i can't theory and i can't read notes so yeah so i've got a my friend aaron he is a a cisco voice engineer or whatever you call him and um he he has uh he's got a bunch of guitars he's probably got like 13 guitars it's ridiculous how many guitars this guy's got he's he's got some really nice ones too he's he's got a uh what do you call it? Like a steel body or whatever you call it. Guitar he's trying to sell right now. Um, so, so he and I, whenever we get together, we've got, we've got like five songs that we just, we play these songs and that's it. That's it. Our wives are so sick of hearing these same five songs whenever we get together. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll play some Foo Fighters. We'll play some Radiohead. Uh, and then we'll, we'll throw a couple of other things. We might play some Chili Peppers. And then, and then that's it. We've we've exhausted our our collection, our our extensive collection of music. Uh, we might play we might play some Black Keys. We love Black Keys, man. Um, but but yeah, like I, he he moved away for like seven years or something like that. So I I started getting into new stuff and I started learning new stuff. And then he got into his new stuff. And he learned that stuff and, and neither of us learned the same new stuff. So I'll be like, Hey, let's play this. He'll be like, what's that? Dang it. <laughs> that, that gets old. Um, I, and, and right now, like now would be the perfect time for he and I to get together and, and just sit around with our guitars for hours and learn new songs. But guess what we're not supposed to be doing. That's right. And, and he is like, screw that i am not going to see anyone uh he and his wife have a she's she's two now um they got a little two-year-old and they're like they're not letting parents see them so the grandparents are not seeing are not seeing their daughter uh they're not letting siblings over they're not seeing friends they're like screw all of you guys we are staying home like they go to the store once every two weeks. Well, no, they gotta go. They've gotta go more often than that because they're uh, they're weirdos. They're vegetarian. Oh and, really? Uh, I I love them, but I give them such a hard time about being vegetarians. Tell um, them the tell them the communists. Sometimes I'll get them going. I do, and they say, "Shut up!" No, we're not. We're socialists. <laughs> they're they're not that either. <laughs> Uh, they're they're very uh they're very conservative people which um is extra amusing for me they're very conservative hippies 
<laughs> I swear, like I always, I always thought of them as like more of the the free spirit, liberal hippie type people. And then I, I recently learned like just how conservative they truly are when it comes to uh, everything, uh, which is fine. I mean, I don't, I don't care what they are either way. Like I said in in my last uh, podcast, I don't even know what I am anymore. Cause I used to be a very liberal person. And, and as I grow up, I, I become more and more conservative. Um, mm. You know, I, I, I used to be, I, I don't know, whatever. We don't have to talk about that. Politics suck. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, but, but these days I'm, I'm more of a, I mean, if, if it's not infringing on me, I don't care what you do. You know what I mean? Like, if you're not hurting anybody and you're not you're not bothering me, you, you go do what you want. It it might not be something I believe in, but who am I to stop you? That's how I Yeah. Am. Yeah. All right, Ramy, let's wrap it up, sir. It's been it's been really fun. It Enjoyed has been it. fun. You you are you're always an uh an entertaining guy to hang out with, man. I um <laughs> I I can't wait to see the edits you've done to this once you upload it. Yeah, that's going to be great. I edit yeah. out the part where you gave me a hard time. So yeah. Yeah, well it'll just be a podcast of me talking about myself after you edit all the parts where I give you a hard time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Guys, uh check out techmarketingengine.com. Uh Ramy Bell and Matthew Rodella are great guys. They they do have um, a great marketing package, like an all done for you marketing package that they offer. Um, is it the most attractive website in the world? Maybe not, but it's probably better than what you could build by yourself after spending 30 hours figuring out how to use WordPress. So check out techmarketingengine.com. Uh, tell them Steve from the Rocket MSP podcast sent you. Check out rocketmsp.io uh, where you can learn more about uh, peer groups for your MSP so you can take your MSP to the next level. And check out more episodes of this podcast. I'll see you guys at the next one. Take care, everyone.